0: Andy and Michael from the Whole Life Challenge join us today on the Habits and Hustle podcast. Health and wellness is about more than just working out and getting a six-pack. The Whole Life Challenge is a system built on seven daily habits that will help you create a healthier lifestyle. And you know I'm all about that. Andy and Michael discuss their holistic approach, what those seven well-being habits are, and how you can create a healthy, balanced life. Listen in, get motivated, and start improving your life today. <laughs> All right, you guys, this is Habits and Hustle episode, I don't know what number right now, but it's, uh, it's going to be in the first eight, let's say. Um, I have the two founders of Whole Life Challenge with me, Michael and Andy. Thank you guys so much for coming on and sharing with everybody, mostly me, um, right now, what exactly is whole, uh, whole life challenge and kind of like the whole, uh, trajectory of what you, why you did it. So I'm going to leave it to you, Michael. Oh, <laughs> what a softball. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, okay. What me to say? Okay. Whole life challenge. Well, I mean, like, oh, yeah. what
1: we were talking about a minute ago is, you know, I, I think the whole life challenge can, can be a bunch of different things to different people, depending on how they approach it. And, and what I was curious about you, because you're in day two of the Whole Life Challenge, is right, okay. when you heard about it, what made you think, like, I'm going to do that? That sounds like a really good way to approach this.
0: Well, yeah, I should have, like, that intro was, was kind of wonky, because I, I, was, I liked the way we kind of discussed that a little bit. So, so far, what I know, the Whole Life Challenge is a kind of a reset or a gamifying way to kind of reset your wellness initiative. So, I was like, what I was saying to you is, I'm someone who's already fit. So for me, what your challenge, I hope, does for me is kind of keep me kind of more conscious or kind of um, conscientious of what my day-to-day habits are without the ones that are not on autopilot. So for me, so many things I put on autopilot to make it easy for me. So, and I'm good in so many, and of your seven habits, which we'll get into in a couple of minutes, there's about three or so that I do very easily. But there are four others, which we'll talk about, that are much more challenging. So I thought doing this whole life challenge would kind of get me to be more accountable for those and kind of help me do those things on a more regular basis. Because what is, what, what is wellness or how to take your health to the next level is to have a holistic approach and have all these seven habits working together, correct? Correct.
1: Yeah, and I, right. think, I think a lot of people come at this, and I think you laid it out perfectly, because a lot of people come to this saying, I need to lose weight. I want to get fit. Um, and, uh, and, and that's a really good reason to start, because it's, it's, it's a, it's a right. way into the world of your, your health and your well-being, but there are other people who are already fit, but they might be fit, but not super healthy. And they might be unhealthy in, in other ways. They might be too stressed mm-hmm. out. You know, um, they they might you know they might overtrain. They might be they might be physically hurting themselves. They might not be getting enough sleep. You know, there are a lot of ways that people can have a negative effect on their wellness. And what we found out because we have a background in, in training people. Andy and I ran CrossFit Los Angeles together. Andy founded CrossFit Los Angeles back in 2004, and um, I joined, I came on board in 2006. And um, it was there it, there. it took a lot for our our clients really to find their way into being healthy and not just being fit the way CrossFit defined fitness. Because that part was fun, um, but there were like, I mean, if they were at the gym for five hours, I don't know how many hours are in a week, it's something 140 something, there was like 130 to 140 hours they were outside of the gym doing all of these things that could have a negative impact on their overall health. So one of the things that we discovered was if you start to pay attention to this uh, kind of constellation of, of habits and you know nutri- your nutrition and your exercise and your mobility, which is some of the
0: things we talk well, about let, in the gym. Yeah, let's oh. just do this. No, I'm just going to say, because I think we keep on talking about these habits yeah. and then we're not saying what the habits are. So yeah. number one, it's exercise. No, well, nutrition. Oh, nutrition is one. Okay, exercise yep. is two. Three would be... Uh, Sleep mobility. What are they? I, I didn't realize. Sorry, hold on. Well, I didn't know the there order. order. Your, there's no order, that's like right. So, order. there's so it's any one. order you want it to be okay. So, right. let's not use the order. So, so far, I'm going to okay. start again. Okay, it's exercise, nutrition, sleep, yep. hydration, right? Mm-hmm. Um, mobility, mm-hmm. different than exercise, then there's um, well being, and then the other one is reflection, right? You got it, right? Yep. So, those are the seven. So what I was saying earlier was that, like, for some people who are already at a place, if there's three of the seven that are are like no brainers, there's still four other things there mm. that do, that ne- that may be um, kind of weak for you. And if, therefore just because you're doing one habit or two habits, you could still be kind of unhealthy because you're not really doing a holistic approach with all seven, or really
1: less well. I mean, you could be less physically well. healthy, but our, our approach really is about a sense of wellness like which includes your physical health which includes your physical fitness your ability to use your body effectively but it also like it includes the way that you are in your life you know your personal your your internal sense of your life and your happiness and your wholeness um and Andy and I come from a not just a, a sports background or a training background but also a self a personal development background and it it was it, we started to notice i think that that how you are in your life was really missing from how people were training themselves. They were just hammering away at these two elements of like diet and exercise, like it was all that mattered. Um, and they couldn't figure out why they were so stressed or why they were so unhappy with their results or why they may not be getting the results that they
0: wanted. And so what was your background before then? You said personal development. What was it?
1: Well, we've, I think I've pursued... And Andy's perceived, like, you know, I don't want to talk too much for Andy, but
0: like personal, sure? <laughs>
1: personal development of our own.
0: Oh, per- okay. I thought you meant you came from that space that you no, were doing work with that space. But you're saying, okay, so... Recognize I, the importance of it in life. Oh, okay. I, I, and I agree. I think that's, it's a, I, and, I, and I, by the way, agree that that happens with a lot of people, right? You focus on one or two things and you forget about the other things or you don't work on it because it's your challenge, right? Everyone always works on the, you know, focuses on the things that they're good at, right? And then when the things that they're bad at, they just try to like kind of just forget about or just not deal with. And that's when you get into a lot of problems. So for me to answer in a long-winded way to answer your question, the reason why I wanted to do this was I wanted to challenge myself and see if I, if I could focus on the things that I'm not as apt to do and see if I can kind of balance out my life better And I have to say that how I even got, you know, even uh, introduced to you was because my husband and his friends tried doing this whole life challenge. They did it with, with his group of friends and they had a competition. So whoever lost the most weight or whoever did it the best would get like a prize or like win money. And my husband lost 30 pounds on on your challenge which my husband by the way isn't even in a big he's not a big guy he's i mean he's a big guy he wasn't like overly obese you know but what the program did it gave him discipline and diligence on an area he never really focused on and it was extremely um successful for him so he was a big advocate and then of course he comes to me and tells me and I see what he's doing and I'm like oh my god I got to talk to these guys cuz these guys obviously f- are, are figuring out a great way to help people in a way that's, you know, fun and actually gets results. So, Andy, you're very quiet over there.
2: Well, I, I'm just listening and, you know, this, <laughs> it's hard to have a two-way conversation with three people. Yeah,
0: right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That could be difficult, right? Um, so join no, in whenever you want.
2: Yeah, no, I was just thinking, you know, I mean, one of the things that seems like it probably gave your husband is a reason, a purpose. like,
0: like hundred, Absolutely. I agree with you because unless you have a, a, a system or a re, like a, a, an end game, right. right? It kind of like you can always be like, ah, procrastinate. I won't do it. I'll start tomorrow. But you're right. It was it was with other people. They had a, there was a goal which was like a prize, right? So he had a reason to kind of go for it.
2: And it doesn't have to be a prize like losing weight. Right. Like, that's know, the that's the most. That was obvious his. One. That, right. And that's the most obvious one for most people in the world. That, that's the, what you know that people are obsessed by. But you know, like what we've tried to do in the challenge is is equivalent, is that a word, uh, make all these things kind of equivalent so that there's no, like we're not only focused on food. The, the problem with, you know, our culture is food is in front of us three right. to five times a day. Absolutely. So we see it all the time where meditation is not in front of us three to five times a day. Um, so what our intention is is to create this thing that you're going to have two or three areas probably that you're already okay in, mm-hmm. maybe, hopefully um to allow yourself to be challenged because the p- human nature is to expand we want to expand like people just want to expand like why do people want to gr- they want to get better at something or do something and very often it's hard to expand in things that you already feel like you're good in mm-hmm. like i don't need more abs i got 6 or yeah. 8 you know like <laughs> you i don't do. have to lucky you i don't have to do i don't have to do more sit ups oh. But, but I still want to expand. I want, there are other areas of my life that are important for me. Right. And what the Whole Life Challenge does is it gives me the opportunity to look at those other areas that affect my health and well-being that are not abs for me or that are not weight loss for somebody that doesn't need to lose weight. That are things like how you treat yourself on the inside. Like those are some of the well-being mm-hmm. habits that we – like the golden hour that you're, mm-hmm. that you're doing this week. Um, you know, those are, those are different and they bring out different sides of areas that affect your health and well-being.
0: Yeah. As well said, I, I couldn't have said it better myself. That was perfect because that's true. And I wanted to actually say to my husband, it wasn't even for him. He wasn't trying, it wasn't for him to lose weight. He wasn't trying to lose 30 pounds. That actually was just the byproduct of what happened. It was that because the journaling really helps because once you write things down, you're accountable, right? And it keeps you more in the moment and present of what you did that day. Um, But I think with anything, and I I actually agree. I don't think in, in all of this, Identity as we get older or whatever, like it's not about getting a six pack so much. It's a really about like having uh, a balanced, healthy life and um, in, in lots of areas. And I think that like the byproduct, if you do all these seven habits uh, diligently, right, and build true habits and routines and rituals that are like that, that will be the byproduct, right? You will physically look better.
1: Well, and and I think someone might say, well. So, okay. So these are the seven, these seven, habits. Great. Thanks for telling me. Now I'll just go do them on my own. Um, and, and the reality is that yeah, people have come to us for years and say, why do I need you? I can do it on my own. I say, if you can do it on your own, you don't need me. And right. that's absolutely true. But what most people find is it's, it's not that they can't, but it's difficult. Yeah. The whole life challenge, like you said at the beginning, it's it's a game, and and being, you know being offered to do this in the framework of a game is it's just it's a service we offer. Like yeah. we facilitate this ability to play with it in your life and to have a game and to actually have a short term reason, like I'm just going to do this today because I can earn a series of points to do it mm-hmm. for no other reason than just to play a game. And you'll find that by playing this game, you'll start to get the results that you've always wanted to get, that you've been trying to get. Because you don't like yourself, or right. you don't like the way that you look, and those tend to be less productive ways of going about it. And I know, you know, I know your husband is—he's he's a bit competitive, yeah, and that, a little, and that, and that, little, and that slightly. helped, slightly, and that helped him. It did. Um, and for people who are competitive, that's—I mean—that's a good reason to play a game. But, um, but, it, for, well, it, it, I would
2: say that it would help him the first time he plays, and it might help him the second time he plays. But as you get further along in the path of like looking at your health and well-being, mm-hmm. you get less you get less influenced by points. Like he's not going to care. If he does every challenge, let's say for the next year, he's not going to care so much by the fourth challenge. Lose 30 pounds is not going to matter because he doesn't have more weight to really lose. And the points become like, well, that's fun and all, but I really am interested in my own internal shifts Mm -hmm. and the points. So then you become less interested in getting a perfect score or the points and more interested in, am I doing the things that make me happy? Am I doing the things that make me make, give my life less stress? Am I doing the things that make me a well, more well-balanced person? Mm-hmm. And so the points, as you, as you move down this path of, you know, like we always say the best way to play the challenge is as an annual subscriber, because you, you get a chance to play it and you have whatever experience your first time is, and then you relax for six weeks. And then you come back in and you play it again. And you have a different experience because you're in a different place. And you've played it once and you have this experience and then you take a six week break and then you come back and you do it. In. By the time you get to the, you're a different person and the way you're approaching this stuff is totally different than the first way you did it.
0: Absolutely. You, I think you also reset yourself. Every time you do it, you're like resetting for the next time because yeah, you have different goals of, yeah, yeah. of what you're, what you're looking for. Right? Cause you're right. Like now he's not looking to lose 30 pounds, but it's probably something else. Also, he said to me cuz he's doing the challenge with me and that now because of that I got some of my friends to, to do it as well, right? Um it's different. He says it's different this time than it was last time. So are you guys tweaking the program well, every I would, time? No, I think, see, I think it's, it's more what Andy's saying. I don't think, I mean, the, so the well-being practices are always different. That's what, no, that's what I'm talking The well-being, I guess it's the well-being. So, so the honest. idea of
1: well-being, pra- the well-being practices are interesting because, you know, we don't tell people what exercise to do. We just say you need to exercise for at least 10 minutes every day. Mm-hmm. Do whatever feels right for you. If it's Pilates or yoga or CrossFit or running, you can do anything. I was
0: surprised by that part, that it's just 10 minutes a day. Well,
1: I mean, so we can talk about that too. Okay. I mean, the so the idea with the whole life change challenge is that we're trying to build into your life, the ability to address these things every day. You're not going to be able to do a full out effort on every single habit necessarily every day. But if you find yourself like losing, losing touch with a certain, you you know, certain habit in your day, you can Mm -hmm. say, look, I'm going to set aside 10 minutes. I'm going to do something. It really is just to keep it present and in front of you. It's like, you don't say on any, on any given day, it's fine. I'll just skip a day. You can, but the, the idea of 10 minutes is there's a minimum amount just mm-hmm. to say this still matters no matter what's going on in my
0: life. I also think that's really, that's what I, for other, when I talk on different things as well, I always give something small like that because More often than not, the 10 minutes will turn into 20 minutes or 30. It's that initial motivation to start something. That's the hard thing, right? So if you start off by saying, you know, just give me 10 minutes, five minutes, people feel it's doable. It's not overwhelming, right?
2: right? I I used to start my CrossFit workouts that way. So back in the old days when nobody was really doing CrossFit and I was, I'd walk in the gym by myself and nobody being there. And I'm like, God, do I really feel like doing this? I knew what, I knew what I was going to encounter. Like it was going to be hard. And I would say, you know what? Just... Take five minutes of warm-up and do the first little bit of the workout as a warm-up. And if you still feel like crap in five minutes, then just bag it. Yeah. You don't have to do it. But you got your five minutes in, right? Right, right, right. I, nine times out of ten, I mean, I would have a fantastic workout. Best
0: would, workout of exactly. 100%, the ever. Exactly. hundred percent. Like, it'd be
2: phenomenal. One. But I would trick, I would, like, mentally trick myself. Like, and I knew I was doing it, and it still works. It still, still
0: it works. It's crazy, Yeah. I say that all the time. It, it's, like, it's like mental tricks to get you to do something. But that funny thing is, even though you know even you're you knowing you're doing it, so it so doesn't matter. You still works. do it. Well, it's because, it's you've given, because you've given yourself this out.
1: Yeah. You're like, I can quit anytime I want, and that's okay. That's
0: true. Right. You don't right. feel that that's obligation. True. Everyone hates that feeling of obligation. Right. But it takes a, it takes also through, what twenty one days to build a habit, right? So they say. So they they're, say. Like, like a, I mean, and I was gonna say, that's what they say. I don't think it takes 21 days. Personally, in my opinion, it takes way longer than that, right? I think to make it a real habit, maybe, you know, but
2: that's and, why- And you can miss a day and it still can be a habit. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, it's kind of like
0: if you
1: plant a, a, little, a little seed, like in a short amount of time, it'll sprout and that's like probably your 21 days, Yeah. but if you stop watering it and you stop feeding it- it's gonna die so you know 21 days may be enough to like sprout in mm-hmm. your life but you really need to keep tending to it if you want it to last
0: yeah good. i think that's a it great is. way that's a great analogy <laughs> it takes it just to sprout, just to have it sprout but that's why six weeks i think is a great time frame because it, you're doubling that time yeah and by hopefully that sprout will turn into a little bit more of it's more roots yeah, yeah. more, more roots but then okay i didn't mean to interrupt you sir. so the well-being practices. yeah so the well-being so practices. like i was saying we don't tell people how to exercise because it's
1: everybody is so unique and so individual yeah. like my mother didn't do the whole life challenge for years because she thought it meant doing crossfit and uh when she found oh. out that like and you know that she could if she didn't know what to do she could just go out and take a walk she was like oh yeah i, I would love it if i just even took a walk every day i said that's all you have to do i mean that's really the whole point point. and wow. she's now done it several times i mean I don't know if she's done it every time since then. It's been like two or three years, but she keeps coming back and doing it because it just gets her back in that groove. But with the well-being practices, you know what we found was a lot of people don't have any idea what to do for their well-being. And while we don't like to necessarily prescribe what you should do, we like to introduce things to people. Mm-hmm. So the idea behind our well-being practice is, look, if you have something, if you have journaling, if you have meditation, or if you've got something like that, you can bring that and you can use that in that category, just like you'd use yoga for your workout. Right. But if you don't, we provide a suggestion or an idea every week that you can try. And if you find something you like, you can stick with that. Or you can try something new every week and see what works. You can also go back into our archives and look at all the ones we've suggested in the past. So it really is, it's it's an exploration of well-being that hopefully you find something in that sticks for you and allows you to continue to develop outside of once the challenge is over.
0: Wow, how long have you guys been doing this for? Like how many years now?
1: Twenty eleven was our first one. That was just at the gym. I mean, we created this.
2: We didn't. We didn't have some grand master plan that we were creating an app or a, you know, like some software or some new business. Right. It was right. literally for the clients in our gym. Like that is it. And we, we were going to use an Excel spreadsheet, like not not Excel, a Google spreadsheet, right. and have people log in. And we had two people who were software developers, and they're like, "Don't do that. Let us let us make you something real basic." Yeah, you know. And they and they did. And um, we had 150 people in that first one, and it just it every everything that Michael and I went about to change because one of the I'd been fitness coaching since like 1995, and um, uh, I was always I, I never liked the personal training model because it always felt to me like a personal trainer was for most most personal trainers was kinda like a dog walker, you know, like or a babysitter, you know. Actually,
0: I totally agree with and, you. And it
2: would make me crazy. And yeah. I I I had this concept in my head of graduating. Like, I don't want to keep my clients forever. Once they get it, they get it. I don't want to keep seeing the same person for eight years right. like I would see in a lot of gyms. Absolutely. And that seems like trainers' goal is to keep their clients for as long as possible because you don't want to have to go out and get a new one.
0: Because right. that's well, a pain. Or, yeah, it is a pain. And also what happens is they, they're checked out. They're on their phones. They're not really right. paying attention. They're phoning it in. That people are not getting any stronger or any better. They're just like g- going through the motions and right. there's no real change. And like, I agree with you 100%. That's why I think... There's like a, that's a whole other podcast we can do, yeah, right, right? right? But I do but like, wanted, I mean, that was yeah. kind of
2: the foundation of like, we wanted to really affect people's behavior on their own. without and tangible results. With, without our help. Like they have enough information. Right. If I, I always, I always say this, if I stuck you on a deserted island, now I know this is unrealistic and whatever. You had enough food to survive, survive you're not worried about your survival. women. I said, you had to lose 10 pounds. Could you do it? You Could you figure out a way with no help, no internet, no research, no books, could you figure out how to do it? I would bet that 98% of the people in the world could figure out how to do it.
1: Like if you had to yeah. best to get off the island.
0: Yeah. Like you like, get uh, off the
1: island. You, I, I, if you're I, I would think pills. if
0: that, of course, I think, any, I think um, given any kind of situation, if it's like that, people can figure out anything if they have to. So it's, it's right. in you. I mean, there's it's, a lot. It's there. Right. There, there Everyone has it within there. them. But it's about what their level of... Um, Motivation is, although I think motivation is a, a wacky thing to say because I think motivation wanes and you know yes, ebbs and flows, yes. and you can't rely on willpower or no, motivation. Accountability
1: is a much is a much more uh, sort of critical piece because you're like, it doesn't matter how I feel about this. Right. I'm gonna I'm gonna punch that card. Because I said, I'm going to punch that right. car. And that's what, and honestly, there's so much personal development in just doing that, showing up whether you want to or not. Yeah. I and mean, that is a big part of the changes I think that people see when they go through the whole life challenges, they demonstrate to themselves, they're capable of something that they didn't know they were capable of. And that changes
0: you. Absolutely. I think that and that's also can go into any area of your life, right? Like you, you, if you have that quality, it, it helps you in everything. Yeah. So like. I think being 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 accountable, being disciplined, having goals—all those are all the traits of a successful person, right? Mm-hmm. So why not use yourself as a guinea pig and get yourself to the best version of you? And I kind of feel like this is what the pro—this is what your program does, right? Like it gets you to the next level of your health, wellness, whatever you—what you, what you want to call it before? You said something else. You didn't like the name I used before. You said it was not. You don't remember? I was
1: this before we were. Recording? No, no, like
0: five minutes ago. You said I didn't
1: like something. You said,
0: yeah, You said I called. It doesn't it, sound like I, that. Called it, I called it something. You're like exactly. Yeah.
1: Like, you <laughs> said on his Slack it says "devil's
2: advocate." Yeah, yeah, like, yeah.
0: That's it. <laughs> Does it really? Are you a difficult? Are you kind of like? Are you a little bit of a difficult you person? You know what's funny? <laughs> that
2: I guess. <means> definitely- <laughs>
1: People will say, you know, Michael, it always it, does, it always seems it doesn't matter which side I take, you'll always take the opposite. Yeah. And I'm not, I don't think I'm trying to be difficult, but I, I always think it's it's worth the conversation to question the assumptions that we have. Okay. So if you say, I think this is the answer, and I might even agree with you, I'm gonna be like but did you think about
0: this? Right. Because I think we'll yes, both, people love, must love you. We'll, and we'll both win. Win. Crazy. Crazy. I can imagine. So what's the, what's your relationship? You guys are just buddies and you well, guys are friends. To, so, so like I said, I heard Andy that started part, the gym. Yeah.
1: I, I remember my first conversation with Andy. Um, cause I had been, you know, I had been working out since I was like 18 years old and just going to the gym and kind of pushing weight around. And yeah. I met Andy in 2006, I was 33. And, um, I was I was I, about a couple of years before I just got sick, but I couldn't go to the gym anymore. So I was trying to figure out fun things to do yeah. to work out. And and then one day my mom she said, "Hey, I read this article in the LA Times about this, this gym in Santa Monica, and they seem to be doing really interesting stuff. You might like it." So I read it, and and you had to come in and do an intro session. And so I, I made an appointment to come see Andy, and it was really informal. I walked into the, into the courtyard of the gym, small little area, and we're it's talking. Fine. Fine. And Andy really? says, "Like, uh, so." Uh, what was, the work, what was the last workout you did? And I said, um, 500 push-ups as fast as I could. He goes, I think you're going to like it here. Really? <laughs> and, uh, and I did. And I loved it. It was super fun. And within a few months, I mean, I came into the to, to what was then Patronic Fitness at this pivotal time in, I think, in Andy's life, where you, Andy was about to become a father, and he was looking for a way to change how his business worked so that he was more free right. to be a father, not stuck at the gym as, as what... Someone told him the, the highest paid slave in the business. Um, and so he came He came to me and it was about three or four months after I think after I joined. And he said, we're making some changes and you really seem to be into this and we're looking for people to bring in and train as coaches. Are you interested? And I honestly wasn't doing anything that I thought was terribly interesting at the time. Right. And I was like, yeah, sure. I'll, uh, that sounds like it sounds like fun. I mean, it sounded like fun. Sure. And so I came on board. And, and Did you
0: have a job before? Or I didn't like, have a job at the time. Okay. See, I wasn't working at the time. So you're 33. But you're just, I just
1: graduated from UCLA. Yeah. I just finished my degree in philosophy. I hadn't graduated when I was 18. I decided when I was 30 to go back.
0: But you had been to culinary
1: school. You, I, had been, you'd done... I had been to culinary school. I'd worked in the restaurant business. I'd left the restaurant business. I did side jobs so that I could travel. And I was finally just like settling back into LA when this happened. And so I just started working with him. And... and uh, Kicked my butt. He, you know, trained me to be a coach. He uh, he had a really good coach, like uh, some coaches there, uh, namely this one woman, Becca, who also works for our company now. Um, and they both kicked my butt into shape, like both physically and like uh, as a coach. Yeah. Like mentally or? Yeah. yeah. Well, it just, I mean, you know, there's, there's a lot of things you got to get past in yourself if you're going to be an effective coach. You can't be so arrogant all the time. And, you know, I had an, an arrogant streak. <laughs> no. <laughs>
0: You I, don't say. I,
1: I, you know, and so and so. It's a therapy
0: appointment. So we yeah, exactly. so, so we worked. We worked. have a couch over there if you want to. So we worked this together for years,
1: right? You know, and and we moved. We moved gyms. The gym grew. You know, uh, Becca Becca left. Um, I moved into the uh, the gen, sort of the general manager position at the gym, oh, okay. and um, Andy actually went through a a, um, a, med- a medical emergency that if he wants to talk about, I talk about it all
2: the time. What yeah, happened? So, well, it was. Um, it was actually the year that we started the challenge. So like I was – my context of fitness prior to this thing occurring was really fitness is wellness. Like there's this – there's an article that Greg Glassman wrote. He's the founder of CrossFit that, yeah. that talks about this, this time, this uh, continuum of fitness. And it goes from sickness over here. Fitness is at the top. And then wellness, super yeah. – it's like super fitness is over here. And that's equivalent to wellness, and I really bought into it. I bought into a hook, line, and sinker because it was fun. It was exciting. And I was totally into the workouts right. and like and um, even though I had training in a lot of wellness stuff that I wasn't as excited about. I trained mm-hmm. with a guy named Paul Check down in San Diego. Of course I you
0: know Paul Check. Yeah, right. Yeah. Of course you do. Yeah. Yeah.
2: So I trained with him. I became a level two coach of Paul Check's mm-hmm. and did the nutrition and lifestyle and the the mm-hmm. holistic coaching. But I kind of let that stuff go when I glummed onto CrossFit. And um, because I bought into this this concept, and I, I don't know, as a thirty, I was thirty seven, I think, at the time. I had, that was my experience of life. Mm-hmm. Well, why did I need to worry about all this other stuff? Because this obviously works. Mm-hmm. My life works. I didn't even want to do the first whole life challenge because right. I didn't want to. I I love, I love diet coke. I didn't want to go off yeah, my diet coke.
0: God, me too. Yeah.
2: And um, there were a couple like I was like, why do I? I don't need this. I don't need to go paleo like full on paleo. Back then, it was so there was only one level. Oh, I don't want to go off all alcohol like I like my red wine and but I but this thing happened. <laughs> I i had been to the CrossFit Games as an athlete in 2009.
0: Okay, you oh you were okay.
2: So yeah, and then in 2011 our team qualified to go to the CrossFit Games and I was on the team. And I had so we we had to go through the You regionals. must be a good crossfitter. I'm I I like <laughs> I couldn't hold a flame to those guys today oh. even in my best shape. I the the sport has just risen to us. this pinnacle like it's unbelievable. Still?
0: I thought like isn't that kind of taking at
1: Andy couldn't it beat the insane. thousandth loser in yeah, the whole it,
2: it, challenge there's at this point. There's no crossing hands. It's No, it's it's like wow. ridiculous. But I I was good at the time. And uh we we qualified third place in the regionals and we were in this like six week period between regionals and the games. And I started to up my training and I my bike was, uh, I started biking everywhere and one day I was riding my bike and I was riding into, a um, uh, go to do a workout actually. And I was like, God, my ass hurts. Am I allowed to say things? You can say whatever you want. Okay. Uh, <laughs> all right. So, um, I'm like, and it wasn't normal ass hurt. Like my, my it's not my glutes. Right, like My right, actual right, right. sphincter hurt. Like, and I'm like, what is going on? I'd had some hemorrhoids years past. Never, you know, never painful. No big deal. By like six hours later, I couldn't walk. I went. I went into a doctor. The doctor said, "Well, the good news is this: you're 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 physically fit. Your your body's capable. This could just reabsorb. Like it could be no big deal." And this was on a Friday. And um, she said, "But it? the well, I'm getting there." Oh. But she said the other possibility is that it gets worse, and then it gets it could get inflamed or infected or whatever. I don't know what the thing was. Um, why don't we schedule surgery just in case? I'm like, I don't think I'll need it, but okay, okay, we can we can do that. And uh, it was for Tuesday, and I don't, I I remember thinking, I don't know how I'm going. It was Friday night at like two in the morning. I w- couldn't sleep, couldn't I? Couldn't do anything, and I thought I'm not gonna make it to Tuesday. I called the doctor. Wow. Like called the doctor like probably eight times over that weekend. Like. We have to move the surgery up. We have to move the surgery up. I can't make it. I can't make it. Crying. I was crying. Like unbelievable. So I had the surgery. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. I figured as and much. And I was
2: out for I was out for 6 weeks. I couldn't really, you know, I couldn't barely get myself from the bed to the bathroom. I mean, it was horrible. And uh, it it had a it had a big impact. I mean, I don't I don't It had a big impact on my thinking about who I am and who, what I'm capable of and whether my, like suddenly I had a, a, this impenetrable man of steel, like it's not so impenetrable. Right. Like, and what's going on here? And I'm, I'm getting older and what am I not seeing? What am I not looking at that I could be looking at? And, um, it was really a pivotal it was really a pivotal event. I mean, I don't know if I would say that I thought it was pivotal
3: in at the, a, in moment, a, at the yeah. moment.
2: But I look back and and it, I mean, it was the it was between the very first whole life challenge and the very second whole life challenge, and it and it was just like
1: he didn't go to the games.
2: No, didn't go. Yeah, games. I, 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 I went. Not I did go. But but I was. You know, but what hobbling was
0: it? The actual. It was a hemorrhoid. It was a, a hemorrhoid. hemorrhoid,
2: internal hemorrhoid, and it had abscessed or whatever they call it. And
1: um, oh. Yeah, and so no, it, all of a sudden Andy just stopped showing up at the gym. It was, was like done. he was gone. So I was like, I guess I run the gym now. <laughs> um, <laughs> and so for like no the next way. next four to six weeks, I just took over. And he came back. He was like, Great, I like this. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> He's like, You're the Keep boss. Yeah. You're the boss now. <laughs> <laughs> That's um, amazing. And so yeah, so Andy ended up taking more of a I would say like a spiritual leadership role <laughs> at, at the at the gym. Um, and he really let let us and the staff, you know, the rest of the staff run the gym.
2: But Michael became really involved in the Whole Life Challenge. Like he started running the Whole Life Challenge, and we decided quickly thereafter that this was going to be within two challenges. We decided this was going to be a thing because we 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 partnered with a a friend of mine who was my business partner in coaching other CrossFit gyms to okay. be become better businesses. Okay. And we gave him rights to the first challenge, to the first global challenge.
0: How many people, hold on, so how many, is this your full-time gig now? Oh, okay. yeah. A hundred percent, right? Yeah. Like, you're not, you guys, I know. No, now. I you left,
1: know. I left the gym. I can't even remember now. You, exactly. He was the first
0: one to leave. Right? I left like the 2013, gym Twenty thirteen. 2013, maybe? something like that. Okay. I left, you're, like, my management, I coached.
1: For another year. Uh-huh. Uh, and then I left okay. full, you know, I did this full time. And this
0: is, when you say, I mean, it's like an online thing. So anyone could do it anywhere, right? But yep. how many employees do you have? Because I feel like the your website's really well done. Like, the content's really good. Yeah. We, have, we only have 12 of us. Okay, but it's, it's, it's. Twelve's not a lot, but obviously it's, it's. It's not a little either. It's not a little. I was going to yeah. say that's not small. That's right. small, no, but like it's, it's a
1: skeleton crew. I mean, like our 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 content. You know, our, Becca, who we we're telling you about, right. she she is our editor in chief. She runs our content, um, and she gets it all together. And we have a chief marketing officer, and then we have um, you know Nikki, who runs our social media, and she actually does a lot of the. She does the. She produces the content for all of the marketing. You know, we have three website, full time webs, you know, website engineers who manage the game website, the database, yeah. the, the, database actual, the, the actual, actual game the actual game that you play. Okay, yeah. Um, you know, uh, we have somebody who manages the the front end website, the marketing website. You know, we have a, a part time CFO who who advises us on on you know things financial. And one of the best things we did last year was Michael and I tried to we we ha- we had this. It was
2: it was very challenging to go from being Michael's bo- for me going from Mike being Michael's boss to being his partner, and I think it was challenging for him. I know it was yeah. to to go from being my employee to being my partner. Right. So we we kind of melded this thing into this leadership by committee. That I was a Marine, so I don't believe in leadership by committee. But I wow. was. But I was. Didn't know any other way to do it because right. Michael and I were, there was no, I was not his boss in any way and neither was he mine. So I had to make this work. Right. And, um, it, we, we got to a point, we hired, uh, one of my old CrossFit buddies, um, who was, uh, who had run another company up to, he, he, he run it from found founder up to a $10 million company. It was an equipment company and we hired him to be our chief marketing officer. And he just over a couple of years of working with us, he just gained our tr- real trust and confidence in a lot of things. A lot of things that Michael and I had no interest in even really talking about. Right. And he was talking about you know, numbers and spreadsheets and graphs and Jesus. And you guys were like checked out by that. You're like, yeah, huh? We're, co- we're coaches. Yeah. Like, Don't do this. Right. And uh, we made him our CEO, and it was phenomenal. Like because it just pulled us out of this. I think now looking back, like kind of this quagmire. Mm-hmm. Like. Just not. I'm not willing to really step up to cross Michael. Michael is going to cross me, and and he's not willing to step up and cross. Like we had to agree on everything. Right. Right, and right. Well, I think we thought for a long time
1: that was a, that was a strength too. Like yes, it, it worked in in most in most areas. Like we had to agree because we were both we're very different, I mean, every time there's an issue, we will inevitably come at it differently. Um, if Andy's person A, I'll be person B. Not because I'm trying to be yeah, confident, but we think I, differently. I thought, oh, thought that's because of that confrontation, exactly. But we see yeah. things differently. Isn't that
0: kind of what your personality. We're very like,
1: like if Andy's yin, I'll be yang. But if he switches and all of a sudden he's yang, I find myself as very yin. Yeah, so right. and we and that always helps help helped us find the middle ground, which 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 worked. I mean, and it ultimately made our business better.
0: I was like, going to say a helpful And also knowing your strengths and weaknesses is very very important for success, right? Because. Obviously, you got a guy who is much better at those spreadsheets and the minutiae stuff the like the business financial things that you're not really that into. So, you got someone who is better than you guys to. Focus on that so you guys can focus on what you're really good at and right. what makes this relationship work. Well, right? God, and, I, and, I, and I, if
1: John listens to this, I, I don't want him to think that we only like him for his ability to manage spreadsheets. <laughs> no, he actually no, came he's... in and, and he, he produced like a workable
0: business vision right. for the company. Sorry, John. I, 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 mean, I didn't mean to offend you. <laughs> no, but we, <laughs> I, I just... Sorry, Michael. What? I, I, I misspoke again. <laughs> yeah, you know, you should... you need It'll to happen again. In. Don't yeah, worry. We? Yeah, exactly. we have plenty of time. That's right. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> but,
1: but we do have, a, we, I mean, we, our company has one-person departments. Like, every department is, is, is basically a right. one-person department.
0: How many people do you guys have at a time? I know right now it's a six-week challenge. You have it every six weeks. Like you said, six weeks on, six weeks off. Yeah. So how many people in a, in a given six weeks? challenge let's say now because it's a new year January it, it, it
1: definitely it fluctuates it's ebb like and
0: flow you know, like
1: our biggest challenge has been almost 30,000 people wow are, you know, um, that's was, a lot of people yeah and our smallest challenge our first public challenge was 7,800 people but usually it goes somewhere now that's between incredible. 12 or 13,000 at the low end and then like I said 30,000
2: it also, 30, also, also fluctuates weirdly with I mean maybe it's not weirdly it's with, with seasons so yeah, like, like a, yeah. January is
1: pretty obvious like
2: why
0: January why? would be the of course, number one New Year's resolution
1: exactly yeah, but, but like, also September Like people are getting out of the summer and back into like the regular flow of life. And that tends to see an uptick in people wanting to do something like this. Whereas like summer, I thought too. Well, but it's, but we don't, the problem is we don't really sell it as like, you know, get your beach body on. Yeah,
2: in the summer. It's in. It starts in July. Right. So it's not get ready for summer. It is. It is summer. Yeah. Like and and we just have found so far that that's just not been a real popular
0: time.
1: But people still want to do they it. They still do it. They still do it.
0: Really? Yeah. Well, no. Of course you don't sell it as the beach body, but because we were talking. But I think it depends on what you're who you're talking to. Like my, my like we're saying right. I don't want to misspeak, but like right, Michael. Try, but, you, I'll let
1: you give it a shot. Okay.
0: Thank you. You could. I'm sure you will. Uh, you you will correct me if I'm wrong. Okay. But everybody's doing it for. Different reasons, right? So, some would be doing it to lose weight. Some would be doing it to be more mindful. Some would be doing it for, you know, to help with their exercise regimen, right? for mobility. You know, it's even funny. I actually, when I started, I didn't realize. I said, hmm, this is weird because exercise and mobility in your habits are different, like we said, right? I thought it'd be in the same, like they're like interconnected, right? Mobility, right? But you separate them. So, I guess. Well, yeah, I mean, at
1: the simplest level, it's like, imagine there's like, there's the exercise and then there's the recovery. There's like, say, stretching. Right. And mobility encompasses more than more just stretching, but it is more of the recovery movement, whereas like exercise is more of the-
2: uh,
0: Exercise. Exercise, the growth well, and movement.
2: I, and I think it came out of the knowledge that, that I had of, I won't stretch. Unless me you make, Unless you make me. That's
0: why I said, that's why
2: so I'm saying. it's got to be in there. That like was what I'm things. And it's so important. It's oh. so valuable. When I stretch- when I have full range of motions in my joints and like Michael's got incredible flexibility of his shoulders and I'm I'm dead as a doorknob if I don't work on my work, work on my shoulder girdles. No, so. you're,
0: you're absolutely correct. I, and it's funny because again, we're talking about people don't like to do the things they're not good at or they don't like to do. So I'll exercise all day, right. but get me to stretch for three minutes, right. I'm not interested. So when I saw that, I was like, holy shit, like, I mean, does that mean I have to actually sit there and stretch for like... <laughs> God, that's like, it's like, it's like watching paint dry. That's why I'm bad at yoga. I'm bad at all these like right. slow. That's why for me, I wanted to do it more for the, well, the mindful stuff, the stretching stuff, the things are like at a slower pace. Cause well, and, and
2: people that are like overstretched have the same opposite problem. You know, like people, wow. I mean, like there are a lot of yoga injuries that yes. happen because people
0: over, right. Their, over-do and it. they're
2: not tight enough. They're not strong enough. So the balance between those two things I think is really, really important. Yeah. I, especially as you
0: get older. Absolutely. I'm surprised that you don't have any, like, I shouldn't say it like that, but being a CrossFit coach, I always, I would, in my head, I think you're going to have an injury. Don't you have, do you have any injuries from CrossFit? No, it
1: was really, yeah. I had shoulder surgery. I mean, I I tore my shoulder to pieces doing CrossFit. Yeah. I I
0: was going to say, it can be like, it could be a very difficult thing for people who aren't fit. I find like, oh, yeah. People go in there thinking, I'm going to just go, I'm going to do CrossFit, right? And, They're not even physically fit and they they don't really hurt themselves. Most
2: people don't have a lot of patience and they think most people, and this goes into the whole life challenge thinking most people think a long time is six weeks. Like that's a long time. I should be able to lose everything I need to lose in six weeks and then I'm done. Right? Right. Like, uh, no, uh, maybe, maybe you get to one step one in six weeks. But I remember my, one of my first conversations with Greg Glassman was about my squat and this back when he used to, yeah. He used to teach all the seminars. I mean, like I would have a personal – I had a personal relationship with him. He's like, yeah, you – and I, he looked at my squat. And i have been a fitness coach for – at that time for about 10 years. And he said, uh, yeah, you got about five years before you have a mature squat. And I'm like, what?
3: Five years? <laughs> five
2: years? Like I thought he was crazy. Yeah, wow. And now I'm like, yeah, he's, he, I still don't really have – what I would it's think is a really mature 100% squat. 100
0: true. I agree with you. Like when I squat and I go, with someone who's like a, a a CrossFit person or power, li- whatever it is, I look like I, I don't. I'm not squatting properly. You got to get really low. Yeah. It's really hard to yeah. do a proper CrossFit squat. That in itself is difficult.
2: Well, just like the, th- think of like um, we've lost that ability. Like look at kids. Yeah. Kids can just it, squat.
0: I, they, because of mobility it's well, uh, all about the right. mobility and they part. lost it yet they yeah, have lost it exactly. but as soon as we
1: start sitting in chairs and sitting on toilets
0: yes. we don't have to do that anymore right our range so, of like, motion becomes half the 50% yeah, right. of what like, we thought between
1: like kindergarten and 4th grade or 3rd grade you'll start to see kids really lose that ability because they're not running around playing it's as much anymore it. they're not sitting not on the floor it. anymore they're not sitting in desks at school and everything just starts to tighten up and shorten it's it's, it's the beginning of a long road that as adults, you, you know, gotta try to reverse. Yeah, and it's, a long, and, it's a, and it's a long road back.
0: It is amazing. It's true. It's a long road back, right? Once you lose it, it's even harder to gain it back again. My mom practice. is 84
1: years old.
2: She lives in a retirement village. And um, she is the only, well, she says she's the only person in the village that does workouts that involves her getting down on the floor and getting back up. Like, really? She doesn't do Turkish get ups. she'll oh, really? She'll, <laughs> but she'll do squats. She can go down to the bottom of a squat and hold a squat for like a minute. Like I because I told her once. I'm she's like she was very proud of herself. She learned how to squat, right? And I'm like, Mom, that's great. I'm like, okay, how long can you hold the bottom of a squat? She goes, Well, how long should I? I said, Well, let's just see what you can do. And she went down and she held it for like five seconds. And I said, Well, honestly. You really should be able to hold that for minutes, not seconds. Minutes. And she thought oh. I was in, she had thought I was had lost my mind. Yeah, like, that's crazy. For sure. But she, but I planted a little seed. I didn't tell her what to do. I don't tell her what to do for a workout. But she had a goal now. She had a goal. And so she does this stuff. She does lunges. She does squats. She gets down off, up, up you know, down on the floor and then back up. She's like, people are paranoid about falling. Because they, they
1: don't they don't have a way yeah,
2: to get absolutely. back up.
0: of course. Especially when you're that age, of course. Right. You know, like you're very paranoid about that. Right. Wow, that's so true.
1: Well, the mobility thing is actually it's important. You know, again, you said I have a lot of, I have a lot of flexibility in my shoulders, but I, because of that, I didn't take care of them because I thought I didn't have to. Right. I thought, oh, they're they're flexible enough. I don't need to do anything, and I ended up arthritis in my shoulder, I ended up having my bursar removed, it tore my labrum, my tore my rotator cuff. I mean, I did a full job on it. Wow! Um, and it, and it, it doesn't, it's not because then that's why I think it's really important to point out like mobility is not just about flexibility. That's a, that's a little piece of it yeah. that you're the, but the range of motion is not solely dependent on how stretchy your muscles are.
0: Right. No, I think it's, I think the way you guys laid it out with the set, those ha- those seven habits and the way they're laid out is actually quite amazing. And it's quite brilliant. And it's like, does cover the gamut of everything.
1: I think so. I mean, Andy said that to me a couple of years ago, and of course, I was like, I don't think that's right. Right. Of course you did. Right. <laughs>
3: <laughs> you got him picked. And then, yeah, I sat I with it, and then
1: I sat with it, and I thought, okay, well, okay, what else is there? Like, if, if you really think there's something more, what else is there? And I, and I actually, after a while, I couldn't come up with something that I thought was significant. Yeah. Like, other things that we could come up with would actually fall under some of under the categories that we already have. And we really think there's like a, there's a synergy if you do all of these seven habits, right. you know, it's like nutrition is obviously going to affect your exercise positively and exercise and mobility are going to affect each other. And, and they're both going to affect your ability to sleep and be pain-free and then sleep's going to improve all that. And your, and nutrition and sleep work together. And then your, you know, your, your being and your hydrate, I mean, all of this stuff actually does more together than any of them can do by themselves.
0: I agree. That's why I have two waters here because I knew you were going to be here, and I didn't want to be like shunned by you, Michael. So. Well, you've barely touched. Them. I know. <laughs> I, I'm trying. That's the other one I'm not you good at. You see that? Open. That's why I just told you I'm not good at this whole like. I'm not good at the hydration, the mobility, and I the. It's like a gimme. I, th- I, I, mean, like, I hate water. I'm
1: gonna force myself. I, I actually, honestly, of all of the seven habits, hydration is the hardest one for me. Really, it's very difficult. Yeah. <laughs> just just remembering to remember. Cause, yeah, because I can I can like bury. My, I can get into work, and the next thing you know, it's like three hours later. Yeah, and I've been sitting on a stool for You've three hours. You to drink your coffee. No, no, I no, don't, I don't forget that. So i also a good start point. every day. I mean before I have a cup of coffee I have a tall glass of water. Right. And I have like a like a Me green too. I have a green powder that I mix with water also. So I have twenty four ounces of water before I have coffee. But that's if I'm I I not really conscious of it, that's like the last water I'll drink in the day.
0: That's why I trick myself. I, I don't let myself to leave my bedroom until I have sixteen ounces of water. And then when I get back when I get downstairs, I have to drink another eight before I'm allowed to have coffee. Right. Yeah. So it's like things like that, but it's like habitual now. Right. So this is all about building good habits and I'm all about building good habits. So I but guess you're,
2: you're trying to get to a point where it's where you're unconsciously competent. Right. You don't That's have right. to. I say putting
0: putting as many things on autopilot as you possibly yeah. can. So that you have your brain has room to, you know, think and do things that otherwise need more attention. But then your job is to find
2: where. You want to keep expanding right that's our nature is to want to expand right so like right now michael's been doing this for years but i was a slow learner or actually i was scared like i just started a five-day water only fast today's day one and I walked into your house into Ugh. this place I don't know if you even know this is your house but I walked in it's my house and it was like chocolate chip cookies They're, they're I mean I smell everything they're not I'm chocolate starving, chip cookies they're turkey I, burgers but, I don't know what it was but I'm like I gotta eat something like, <laughs> that's hilarious
0: first of all you're smelling <laughs> turkey burgers and that's why you're so hungry because oh, it's yes. water diet I know that you're, like you're, for the, five days right.
2: try, but it's the next it's for the, me it's for me, it's appropriate like I've because I've been doing a lot of stuff and I but need why something are
0: you doing a lot, this is the whole other conversation that's
2: a much longer that's
0: a whole other thing yeah, it's
2: like a health there's a, there are a lot of health benefits to fasting there's a lot of um, i know that i want to separate my mind from the the idea that i need food and back if you go back you
0: intermittent fasting and all that stuff i've done
2: intermittent fasting yeah do you think but, it works for you did it work for you i mean it sir, yeah, I mean, it, it works. I mean, like, I, I find that I don't really need breakfast. Like, that's an odd thing because I used to be right. tied
0: to breakfast. Because I had to have breakfast. It's all people's psychology, right? We were, t- we were told for so many years that breakfast is the most important meal of the yeah. day. Yeah. And now they're saying it doesn't matter. It's like, it's all like, and then in five year, in a year from now, it's going to be the most important breakfast. It's to help to spark your, or like fuel your metabolism. Well, well that, of the,
1: that's just, I mean, that that we know there's, there's no such thing as that thing. Know, like your metabolism is a machine you know, that cranks if. If you like put like fuel into
2: right. it right even right, if right. you don't though like if you if you think back and you know like the the example of our caveman times or even if a couple hundred years ago if you were out and you were not in an, a city and you were not in an industrialized agriculturally based place you food wasn't just readily available right. like it was an it was a oh there's food today right oh cool i can eat so like this whole modern idea that that food is just available wherever we are there's a there's, I was gonna say, there's a laziness. Right, there's right. a, there's just a given that it's just here. There, like we just become. Like I want to kind of see if I can detach from that. Right. Like for
1: a for a, a, for a short period. Of time. <laughs> we were talking this morning, and Andy started last night after dinner. And he calling me. He's like. So he's like, did, did you like put vinegar in your water? I mean, like, I he, need something. He was already like, he really hadn't even <laughs> hadn't missed a meal yet. Oh I my God. gosh!
2: Because <laughs> I, I intermittent fast, so I'm used to making it at least to lunch. Right. And I was that's where I was, but my uh-uh. brain was thinking about the next four days. Right. How uh, am I
1: going to do this? Right. Like, this is insane. And so one of the things I told him, I said, look, because I've gone as long as seven days, and one of the things the boast I got out of that fast was, holy cow, I was so wrong about how much food I need on a regular right. basis. I mean look, I, I wouldn't I, I'm not just you know saying anybody should just jump into a fast. I was also a very healthy person when I started it. Right. But I didn't lose all, any weight. I mean it didn't affect me in that you way. You didn't
0: lose any weight?
1: No. Cup I, I I exercised throughout the entire time. I didn't do I didn't do full scale like hardcore weightlifting. So wait you
0: just okay so what were you doing? You are having that I had a cup of
1: coffee I had coffee
0: in the morning and I would drink water throughout the day. So you just you just had water for seven days. Yeah. You didn't lose a pound. No. And you ex- exercise. How did you have any energy? It, it beca- because our, our, so it'd be funny if, if we had this,
1: this mechanism that we have that stores fat and then didn't like, rely on it when you needed it. I mean, fat, you know, we, we use our fat stores when we don't have food. I right, mean, it's, yes. it's the food that we carry. I've probably, even though I'm, I'm a relatively lean guy, I probably still have enough fat to last for 30 days without food. So going for seven days is like, you're really not, I'm not even like breaking the surface of what I, how I, of what I could survive. Right. But, you're, but,
2: but, you're, but you have to crank that part of your metabolism up. Like it's not, your, your, your body's not going to access your stored fat if you're giving it fuel all the time. No, it's, absolutely. It's but it's I'm gonna saying, use that fuel.
0: I'm just saying on a, to, to like sur- how having your brain function for seven days without any food, any calories, any energy, just water. Your
1: brain functions on ketones.
0: Yeah. Well, that's what they say, right? Keep the keto the whole di- that's why that diet right. is Right. So, you know, your brain resistant. needs either yes. glucose or ketones. Right. If you
1: don't give it glucose, you're not going to get ketones right away unless you've already been in on a ketogenic diet. Yeah. So, that's why people really struggle sometimes in the first couple of days of a right. fast because their w- their body is still expecting sugar and it's not kicking into that ketogenic right. that's state. That's what
0: they say. You're like feeling gross for the first few right. days. Right. So, yeah. when
1: that starts happening, you know, you will come out of that that sort of hangover feeling that that uh, that fog, fog that be- that yeah. people get um and and for some people it's easier than others i mean some people are more wired for it some people are more ready for it but, but i mean i
2: think the point here is that that you this is a journey and it's a it's a it's a continuum and you're you're constantly evolving and learning and when yeah. things are appropriate to try like i would never recommend somebody go out and do a 5 day water fast right. if they haven't gotten themselves to the point where
0: Somebody like me is. But like, they should first do the whole life challenge. Of course. And, of and course. kind of like I, I totally agree with you. I think that you can't just say it's not a one. It's not a one size fits all. You're obviously in a different place than other people are. To, right. even, to, to even get and to I that. I may place. never do
1: it again. I'm mean, like this is the worst
2: idea. And, right. I've
0: ever but had. it's an evolution of other things. And I haven't
1: done a water fast probably in at least a year. Like I just stopped. I did it a few times. And I just, I, I just haven't been felt the need to do it again. I'm going
0: to look more into this water fast. Would you guys come back actually and talk about these fat water fasts and all this other uh, stuff later? I mean, I'd
1: be happy to. I, I sure. think they're, yeah, I, I sometimes feel like I'm going to get myself into trouble when I start talking about the science of like, o- of autophagy. Okay. And come back.
0: He's, a right. anyway. That's what I was going to say. All he's going <laughs> to do is contradict me. <laughs> so what's the point? I mean, I'd rather that. have the better half, the nicer half. That's okay. Well, it does make it interesting. <laughs> it does. I like it. I'm a very—I I, could be a combative person too sometimes. So you know, I, I think it—it it can work. You believe it? I yeah, do. yeah. I do. I'm on my best behavior because I don't know you guys that well yes okay. But you'll see. But okay, guys, tell everybody um where they can find the Whole Life Challenge. Where to find you? Whatever. It's Whole Life. Go ahead. Whole life, yeah. WholeLifeChallenge.com.
2: Um, Everywhere I you, everywhere, I'm Andy Patronic everywhere. Like Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, whatever.
1: Um, that's the easiest way. To same find for me, me. Michael Stanwick everywhere. I try to keep it simple.
0: Not Andy Patronic, Same am not for a, me.
1: No, no, no. no. <laughs> I'm I my. I am my name. Yeah. Um, the whole life challenge starts four times a year. So we just, you know, as we're recording this, we're just now two days into the New Year's challenge. Um, we start again in May, April, 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 April and then yeah. in July, and then again in September. One of our actual uh, development projects for this year is to start to consider developing a product that people can can engage with between challenges and use year round. So this doesn't only be something that you missed by a week.
0: Yeah, that's a good idea. Yeah. But then it also gives someone, it gives people something to look forward to, right? Sure. And there are benefits to both. And so it's been a very sketchy.
1: Conversation for us, like do we well, really a lot to of people be... don't want to wait to start the project of their health and well being, right. and it's, it's like procrastinating. And, and people mm-hmm. are always looking for something. They go, oh, should I try the whole life challenge? Oh, it doesn't start for for eight more weeks. I'll just go do something else. That's
0: true. You're missing maybe a, a certain amount of people. Yeah, but you know, um we could talk about it, or you could let me know what you decide. And either which way, I think you're gonna. I think you have a lot of people on the program. I think I wanted to, I want to tell you how it worked for me. And then I I, I know I'm, I'm curious myself and like, why don't we try to do some kind of like thing with, um, with people like doing some kind of big challenge, like on the podcast, you know, maybe doing like a giveaway of some kind or something like that. Let's talk about it afterwards. Yeah. Yeah, That sounds like cool. All right, cool. Well, thank you so much. Whole life challenge guys, check it out. Um, whole life challenge. Com. These guys are great. Thank you so much for coming on. Even you, Michael, you're a pleasure. I appreciate it. <laughs> Love that. <laughs> Bye.
3: This episode is brought to you by the Yap Media Podcast Network. I'm Hala Taha, CEO of the award-winning digital media empire, Yap Media,